What is good, my loves? What is good, Divine Feminines, Divine Masculines? So, for those of you who are checking in with me, you know, from, from time to time, it is less than 24 hours since um, I said something. And crazy, this is, this is the answer I got, y'all. Um, I was watching a clip by Lizzo and... Um, What was interesting to me was that Lizzo was being bashed for some of the things that she said. And one, um, this is when she was in an award. I don't know which award show it was. Um, It had to have been for music, but I'm not 100% sure. But um, one of the things she was saying is that we are the victims of this type of stuff and we have to, we are oppressed. And so in true dust formation, um, it was a black guy that stitched a um, young black woman. He was muling her content off of and said that um, she, the young black lady was saying, oh, we are not oppressed. There's no victim mentality. We have to get rid of it. Name one law that oppresses us. And so, you know, being on the spiritual journey, um, I, you know, I'm familiar with the term victim consciousness. And um, to be quite honest with you, it's something I kind of struggle with. But I think that this one really, (laughs) I'm learning to match energy too, right? So if you're going to have me go from being like Lizzo, where I have my cape on and I'm using my platform and I'm using my good name, you know, no felons, no children, out of wedlock, no, um, you know, uh, for the most part, j- just a good reputation, you know, is what I'm trying to say. I am looking at it from, okay, last night in my last life, in the last few months, in the last few years, I was Lizzo, you know, when I, when I reach my heights of, performance and don't worry I'm gonna play what he said I probably should play that first but um ascend to my heights of accomplishments and I'm eager to use my platform to address the oppression which coincidentally doesn't really have a lot to do with black women the first thing we think about is oh let's get rid of this police brutality because we're so oppressed where all of us are locked up and then you go and look at the quote-unquote oppressed demographic and you saw it with the with the guy that uh yesterday he was like we're not oppressed what are you talking about and I was looking at him like wait a minute so you mean to tell me all this time I've been wearing those goddamn ugly boots laced up my boots had on my cape and was out here just you know protesting and hollering and hooping and hollering for y'all and y'all are saying what oppression we don't see the oppression And I was like, you know what, because I said it before and I kind of found myself kind of holding back my tongue a little bit yesterday. But it was like, if y'all really want women to let go of a victim uh, mindset, when I tell y'all, y'all are going to be left in the dust. If women, I want you to listen to what Kanye is going to say, right? When they ask him if he has... Um, excommunicated himself from the black community, I want you to hear how he affirms it not once but twice. 
And to me, like I said, if you want me to match energy, I can match energy. Oh, trust and believe I can match that energy a thousand percent, right? And I mean, if you're going to ever copy somebody, copy the right cat. I mean, if you're going to copy from, you know, that fourth grader, you know, in, in class, then copy from the one that has the best grades. Because I would say out of all the men that you're listening to, if you're going to listen to a black man, at least Kanye has his money together. I will also say this, too. Um, we've kind of been exploring what happens with the like neurochemistry in, um, in people's minds. And I do need to do this podcast because I think it is. Uh, I need to download it on my on my laptop and read it to you because it explains even how Kanye is able to objectify the women. And that's why he's even so comfortable calling them bitches type of a thing. And so it's not necessarily that he was in love with Kim and or any other of the women that he's with. In fact, he's talked about his um, porn addiction. But um, I'm saying all of that to say he's not the best person to emulate in terms of relationships. But if you're going to copy somebody in terms of wealth accumulation, if he's telling you that part of his success was um, detaching from victim uh, mentality then I think that women, we can definitely benefit from that too. There was something else I wanted to say also. Um, So let me go ahead and play what he said, and I'll interject if I need to. So it's going to, let me scroll up and then come back down. What do you say to people that say you you turned your back on? the culture or exactly 100 percent. i have turned my back on the idea of victimization mentality he said 100 percent. i have turned my back on the culture and then he said i have turned my back on the idea of victimization mentality i say if we're ever gonna match the energy ladies this is it all right let's go we are locked up we went from one and four we went from one and four to one and three but we always pointing at the white people, but yet we want. And that's funny. I mean, it's not funny, but so you mean to tell me you're happy from one to four to one to three? Like, but hey, you know what? Let me shut my mouth because it's not my fight. I, I don't need to be a victim. And he is completely right. I'm not going to be pointing at, you know, in his words, the white man. People just need to be accountable for their actions. And this is this is what I wanted to say. Kanye legit has turned his back on the culture in the sense of like, he don't even really mess with black people like that, I think. Um, I I will have to go back and check and see who his quote unquote black friends would be with, but he's not even rubbing shoulders with other black people like that. And but again, I'm going off of this little TikTok. Y'all already know I'm not really immersed in a lot of the hip hop culture per se, but here we go. So um, he just finished saying pointing at white people, but yet we want to We want to spend all of our money on foreigns. We want to spend all our money on luxury as opposed to going and buying some land. And as somebody who is coming out of real estate, I 1000 percent agree with that. Um, And I'm even becoming more balanced on that and that's part of the sacrifice this year. There's things I still could do, but I want to get to another level where it's like. I don't necessarily need designer clothes, designer bags, 
let me invest it to where I can get more properties, right? So that that at the end of the day, the way I'm looking at it is, is it is it true or not? D- did he lie or not? And I probably could go back and look at Lizzo's video just to kind of revisit it through that lens, you know, like where is the lie and where is the truth? But at the end of the day, I think culturally, we do spend money on things that are not tangible and things that don't give us a return on our investments. America is for sale. And this is facts, too. I talked a little bit about this. Like once you start to learn about investing, it can feel a little bit stressful and you're being sold fair. You know that the uh, economy is crashing, but this is the time that you start to buy stock that um you know is going to go up after the cycle is completed and it's going to continue to to um explode right and so we're going through in some cases consolidation or rotation but um I'm talking in terms of stock but even when you look at property um there were all-time highs but a lot of properties are going to be going on sale a lot of people are um at the time I'm recording this are going back to their, you know, close to their corporate offices. um, And so they're no longer remote. And that's really going to open up a lot of uh, wholesale properties for people to, to buy at normal values, right? Normal um, property values. So let's see. And there's a lot of barren land. Disney bought a lot of it. Not to mention also Bill Gates brought a, bought a bunch of land in Texas within the last year or so. I mean, if I say a million acres, I probably am underestimating it. Damn near bought up the whole state. And um, like I said, if if you, you these things happen in cycles. So if you missed this one, get ready for the next time it, it crunches so that you can buy, right? In Florida. But the culture has you focused so much Now, mind you, one of the things he's talking about, the culture has you focused on, you know, the um, pump and dump, smash and dash culture, um, sexual market value. And I don't know, this is part of one of the things where it's kind of like he probably has like a 95% on his assignment, you know, so these are the points where it's kind of like, sir, sir. You know, but I don't know to what degree he's evolved because he is coming from that culture where he all he is focusing on was, you know, Kim. And you know what? The other thing I wanted to say, too, these are the comments that get Kanye in trouble. I think that's what I'm going to um, title it, too. And so 10 minutes in, this is what I'm talking about. These are the comments that he that get him in trouble, because remember, this is the same guy that says slavery was a choice. And then he goes and pursues Kim and he marries her. And then he fails to understand that my thing is, I'm not saying that he shouldn't be, you know, able to realize the errors of his ways. I just feel like if you are going to be out here in these streets saying, you know, slavery was a choice, marrying Kim was a choice and don't do the victim thing, right? So this is like the second statement where my issue with Kanye is he's really playing the victim role with trying to sort out what's going on with his kids when the same thing could be said about him. Choosing to marry Kim was a choice. Does he need to fix it? Yes, but don't be a whole victim about it. 
You know what I'm saying? And then and then ding the rest of us when we are just as human as you are. I think that's my issue with him, right? It's like he takes on a whiny, crying kind of attitude about things um, when it comes to things about Kim. And it's like, just, you know, you figured it out with your money. Let's see how that plays out in your personal life. And in some ways, it's kind of like he's talking about himself. But I think he's almost talking about how he's if he's able to come out of that culture somehow, then then maybe you can, too. Although I will say he's right now, he has at least like two or three different other girls, only fan girls that he's sleeping with that we know of. Who knows? There could be more. So I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt on this part. Pulling up in a foreign and rapping about things that could get you locked up and then saying you about prison reform. Mm. Like, <laughs> bro, Bruh. we brainwashed out here, bro. Come on, man. What do, you, <laughs> what do you say to people <laughs> that say you turned you turned your back on the culture or exactly 100 percent? I Boom. So there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's just about all the confirmation that I need. Um, or at least it's a huge stepping stone. And, um, for me, I'm going to put it in the comments. I'm going to open up the question. Let me know what you think. And I really want to hear in particular from my divine feminines, because, um, I don't know where you are in your journey. Is this something that is, that you have come to accept, you know, light years ahead of me? Um, am I late to the game? Don't leave me behind. Don't give up on me type of a thing. Um, and I understand because there are certain themes I've had to overcome. For example, burning the cape, burning the cross, um, you know, resting in my femininity and what that looks like. And it took me time. Like I'm about, so that's from February. So February, March, April, May, June, July, August. I'm about seven months in from officially burning the cape, right? Burning the boots, burning the cross type of a thing. And it takes time to unravel that mindset and it's easy to kind of fall back into it. I know that there's sometimes I will even say like, oh, dang, I, I just said that, but that's not even congruent with the things that I, I believe. And it's funny how it, it just ha- takes time for you to actively um, um, replace. Because I, I, one of the things I will, I will want to say, if you're joining me on this aspect of the black woman experience in terms of moving away from victim consciousness and when i tell y'all i can match energy and this is probably one of the (laughs) i can mirror tf of this energy back at you and i think people are not gonna like it but i don't give a f at this point right am i turning my back on the victim mentality um culture or mindset 100 percent okay but um one of the things i was gonna say with with that is with the turning of the back, it's going to take time to um, unload it. And I think there was one more thing I wanted to say, but if, if it comes back to me while I'm making the thumbnail, then I will come back and say that. But yeah, let me know what you think in the comments, especially for my divine feminines. Um, let's show them what it do. And y'all, it's been a while, but I'm, I want to talk about stock for your boo for your kids and something he dropped there too. It's been a while because I do, you know, um, I'm on a path of passive income, but this is making me, 
I, I'm, I'm coming full circle. I have my plan and sometimes I want to jump ahead. But when I was more involved in day-to-day trading, I was waking up like about an hour before the stock market opened, about 5.30 a.m. And I would be looking to see how the market was going. Um, and with that, I had my favorite stock and I'd be looking for patterns and I would be looking at the news and it would be things like this. Like when I tell you, man, if Kanye ever did kind of like a more talk about what's going on in the stock market and type of thing, um, I would be in like 10 10 toes down. And you're probably thinking, well, I listened to that whole little TikTok. I didn't hear anything about him talk about him say anything about stock. Now, this granted, this is an old TikTok. I believe this was around the time he was getting himself in in trouble. He was a hog in a heck of a hobble (laughs) type of a thing when um, he was, I think at one point he had endorsed Trump and then he decided to run for office. So this is around that that time frame. And so but um, you're probably wondering, like, well, what was the clue? And so he mentioned that Disney just bought a lot of stuff, uh, bought a, a lot of land. And he wasn't talking about Disney World. But um, Disney is actually one of the best stock you can buy for your kids, you know. Um, and he just gave you a clue right there. If they bought land, that means they're planning to develop, right? Other things, they have an expansion plan. And that means that that stock is going to go nowhere but up, Right. It's just going to continue to explode over time. And so one of the things I do also like about Kanye is when he bought uh, Kim, all of that stock, you know, listen, okay, I can see the good and the bad. It is what it is at this point. Pick and choose, copy with the right things from the right cat type of a thing like uh, don't necessarily agree with anything. But if I do agree with that. I did talk on a previous podcast about, you know, um, the love language of protection, right? But I also like the idea, and if you haven't already thought about this, for my Divine Masculines, Christmas is coming up. Buy your booze some stock in Disney and, and do the research and let her know, you know, buy her 100 shares of that. Get her some Google. Get her some Amazon. Get her some Metaverse. Get her some crypto. You know, crypto is a little bit... I'm in crypto stuff, but... It's a little bit more um, to it. <laughs> I will say that. And you want to be really responsible with your coins, especially if you're going the big, the crypto route. You could even, one of the safest coins you could buy is Bitcoin. You know, you can also buy her gold bars. He's talked about this before. Um, gold bars, um, silver, palladium, platinum. Um, in terms of coins or just even the bars. And like I said, too, even for your kids, I'm not 100% sure what's going on with the stock right now with Nike, but um, Adidas, and I don't know what's going on with him with, Adid- with Adidas, too, but um, yeah, just something for you to think about. And was there anything else? I think I've addressed this. So yeah, I just think that's kind of cute if you haven't thought about that idea and just kind of shift your focus from, you know, it's one thing to... I'm trying to think of a luxury brand that I know of. And this is surprisingly, you guys, and this is just for fun. Um, I have Rolls Royce stock. If you guys uh, um, are in the stock market or know anything about Rolls Royce, when I tell you I probably just have, it's very, very little. Um, you would think that Rolls Royce actually has a lot, a high value. Let me just check real quick. It's something like 10 cents. Hold on. 
for the stock. And I'm saying that <laughs> to say that, you know, do your research. And if you want to buy stuff for your kids, um, another good one is AT&T. Yeah, Rolls Royce right now is 89 cents per share over the five years. And I just I have some just for conversations just like this. I am by no stretch. It would be very dumb of you to go and buy anything more than like five dollars worth of this stuff. In fact, over the past five years, it has depreciated in value from um 2000 and uh 2018 it was at its peak at $14 per share and that was at an all-time high um they initiated in 2017 right but it's i like to have these type of fun conversations but um yeah you know um let me just look and see what's happening with finance i say all of that to say Let's shift our... Oh, what I was planning to say is this, this is a good example. Um, and this is what I told my godson, right? My oldest one. When I was showing him how to, you know, trade on the market and that type of thing. And so um, if you if you drink Starbucks, look into buy, buying Starbucks. There's a there's a, another coffee one I think called Something Dutch. My my little sister, she loves that that brand. So she bought a whole bunch of shares when they... When their shares were became available, right, and they're said that they're supposed to supersede Starbucks, right? If you drive like Ford, not the biggest fan of Ford, um, and I've sh- I've done a podcast on that, so I'm not gonna go. And part of the reason I'm not happy with Ford is because at a time when America really needed them, they took their business overseas and I felt like they could have kept those jobs here. So as far as I'm concerned, like for me and mine, I will never own another share of Ford. I used to trade Ford. Um, but if you drive Ford, um, if you um, like certain luxury brands, see if they have stock available, right? And then if you're buying yourself a handbag, buy yourself some stock in or some shares in that, you know, or if you, uh, I know a lot of people, but this could be a white people thing now that I think about it and I could be wrong, but, um, I know a lot of white people that I'm around, they love Disney, get you some shares in Disney. Every time you go to the movies, make sure you get some shares in Disney. AMC has some stuff going on right now. If you like to go to the theaters, buy yourself some shares in that, you know, do your due diligence. Um, but yeah, um, <laughs> this is so funny. So this is from 19 hours ago. My Rolls Royce shares are plummeting. Is it time to buy the dip? Rolls Royce share price forecast for 2022. Rolls Royce working on 300 million in U.S. Department of Defense contract to, to build transportable micro nuclear reactor. And there's different ways to play this too, y'all. Now I'm now I'm gonna have to go back and just double check something too because um I have learned different strategies and um. I probably would need to check the options. People actually do make money off of these. There's like another, um, like, yeah, I could go on and on. Like I've, I've mentioned one of my brother's friends. He's really good at this type of stuff. He will take these type of stock and make money off of the little incremental changes that they that they have, the little fluctuations. And then also, um, like he was making money off of Best Buy. Best Buy broke my heart. I remember when it went up, I bought it at a peak and then that thing said, shoot. And um, my brother's friend, he made money off of it going on the way up and on the way down, right? But you have to have a strategy. You have to have the practice and you also have to have 
money to leverage and to, um, I think what is it called? Like average down, right? If you need to. Um, but yeah, honestly, I love these type of conversations. Ah, I was going to give a little bit TMI, but listen, whoever is coming into my life next, when I tell you we're going to have midnight conversations late into the night, looking over stock like this, like you'll be just in bed next to me looking at what's going on with all the different stock. And then we have our play ready for the next day. Listen, and then don't let him surprise me with like a Google share or something or a whole Bitcoin share. What? What? And one more thing, y'all, I'm just curious if it makes sense, it makes sense. But I also pay attention. I think I'm paying better attention to when you hear, and maybe this is not the best term. I've heard different people abandon the term, but uh, I will use this. When I hear black women who are more male identified, it makes me wonder if they would, in my words, cut and paste from someone like Kanye. I'm trying to think if I've ever heard a black male worshiper quote someone like Kanye. Um, and... No, I'm not necessarily looking, I don't, I'm not sending for anybody of that caliber to, you know, come for me. But I, in the sense of I'm not really trying to have the most engaging conversation. But if it comes up, it comes up. But I think that from now on, I promise you this, this little clip is really going to embolden me because you're going to have to top this. If you're going to quote a black man, I'm going to be looking to see what that black man's um net worth is, his business acumen, you know, his mindset. And again, um not necessarily the best quote for, you know, relationships or how he views women and whatnot. But when it comes to, you know, a billion dollar enterprise, what it means to be successful and um getting away from the, the victim mindset and understanding the stats, you know, that and 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 again, because one of the things that um was new to me when I came on this journey was realizing that coming out of Christianity, the lo- when you're in Christianity, the locus of control is outside of yourself, and that gets a, a lot of people in trouble, right? You're waiting from for some deity, and I'm coming from a religion where we thought that you know Jesus was going to come in 1844, and then again in 1994. And guess what? He's not here yet. And so if you didn't plan or prepare, you know, you're you're up you're up a creek. Um and so when I moved from vic from um poverty mindset and where the locus of control is outside of myself, that's why I think like a lot of people in the church also deal with addictions because they're always God is always gonna forgive you in their mind, right? God is always gonna forgive you. So it's like you drink that vodka or whatever your thing is, Bailey's, whatever, rum, da da and, um, and in the back of your mind, it's like, well, I feel guilty, but God's going to forgive me and I'm going to be finding my addiction. And you just never get over alcoholism or any of your other addictions, right? Like even with Kanye, he swears that, you know, you see on his shirt, he says, Jesus is king. He holds gospel, Sunday, church or whatever. But to this day, he still struggles with porn. Three of the, the other women besides um, Kim, who had a um, a, a porn video, are, are from OnlyFans. And he outright tells you he still has 
an addiction to it, right? But that's because, and and I get it. I think that sometimes I'll go just a little bit easy on him today. I know, I'm going to what? Because you can see where some people have strong points, like his wealth and his business acumen is really strong. But in terms of his um, relationships and his addictions, if he applied that same principle in terms of recognizing that the locus of control lies within himself with his addictions, you would see reform in that area, right? And if he were to um, move away from the victim consciousness and always pointing the finger at Kim for what's going on with the kids, you would see a total transformation in how that that moves forward too, right? Um, And so as I close out this segment, because I don't want to make this too long, this this is kind of a benchmark for me. If you're going to quote a black man, he better have more than a billion dollars in net worth. And, um, and and to me, some people might be like, well, money is not everything, but it's more than we have now, you know, and um, it counts for something. I, I'll tell you what, his kids will never have to ask or beg for anything. And it's one of those things that's like, would you rather be Mother Teresa or Oprah? Oprah can help whoever she wants to, however she wants to. Teresa was, uh, Mother Teresa was waiting for handouts. And once the handouts ended, her legacy ended. You know, like there was no, nothing else she could do outside of what people gave her, right? And she died piss poor. You know what I'm saying? So... You can choose to to stay poverty stricken and quote broke men who are contributing to the fifty billion dollar um deficit every year, or you can quote someone who is on their way to making multi billion dollars right and with that, he is creating jobs you know think of all the jobs that were created with him you know launching that new line i wasn't too i don't know that I'll ever. But it's funny, like, <laughs> where I'm at, some of the places, um, they're a little bit, like, snooty-tooty. But if they're black people, like, I'll see them wearing Yeezys. It is what it is. Hi. You know, but um, I just think it was hilarious when he had the, the brand released. I think, was it a Gap or was it something else? And he had the um, clothes and trash bags type of a thing. But at the end of the day, think of all the jobs that were created, people that were working on and you know, all the deliveries that went into that and um, custom checks for other people. And um, yeah, that's it. That's all. No more. I'm done. <laughs> but have I turned my back on black victim? My And, and I think his grammar is not right on that one. But hey, I have I turned my, my back on black victimization culture? Yup, 100%. I lied. I lied. I lied. One more quick thing. So I've been talking also about how this question that I that I'm this podcast is addressing black women and are we willing to turn our back on victim consciousness? And um, from the looks of it, Kanye is not willing to give his good billion dollar name to the black culture like he you're he's basically letting you know he's not going to be you know, co-signing on reform laws or be talking about police brutality and what he's not having any parts of it. Right. But it's like the rest of us, we are willing to take our good name and wear our cape for these type of things when he's not even willing to, to do that himself. So 
I don't know. I'm just going to be looking at things moving forward through that lens. Um, you're going to have to top what he's saying and it's going to have to make sense to me um, when it comes to victim consciousness. Because this is a good way for me to end my night. Um, because in a, in a way, I can feel the weight releasing from my shoulders, even from last night, when it's kind of like, well, do I want to hold on to victim consciousness? Do I want to continue to wallow? Do I feel guilty for abandoning, you know, some of the things that are going wrong in the culture, but at the same time, and this is not the first time it's come up, right? And I think that it's going to happen in waves for myself and or anybody else who's going through this. Because for those of you who were with me when I was reading from the book, The Science of Getting Rich by Dr. Wallace Waddles, he said, the best thing you can do is work on yourself. And this is what that process looks like. I've heard it. I remember reading it again. And yeah, there there's some guilt there. There's some guilt when it feels like I'm walking away and abandoning it. But if I have to balance out my masculine energy and become, you know, probably grow a pair of balls, I don't know, that sounds gross. <laughs> but I mean, like, just kind of um, muscle up a little bit more and kind of balance out my, you know, how you have divine feminine and divine masculine energy. I think that that's something that, you know, I'm going to have to cut away from the oxytocin part of myself that wants to connect and bond even to my own detriment because I did a podcast where I was saying you know I think that the way that we are is hurting us divine feminines like we talked a little bit about how even a lot of it has to do with the neuro chemistry of our minds and so we 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 want to be belong and be a part of the collective to the point where we're more male identified than woman identified or even self identified. And so this is an interesting conversation. It's like we need to have our own autonomy and we need to balance out the femininity because sometimes this is a prime example. If we are swimming on in our emotions, right? So I have a lot of water in my chart. If we are swimming in our emotions and it's too much water, we will drown, Right. And a lot of us are just taking those last gulps of air before we go we go down and drown drown in our emotions. And I think we need to balance it out with a little bit of of logic, and kind of um, get ourselves to dry ground, shake it off, and know how to just know when to swim in in safer waters. And um, yeah, move to safer waters, move closer to the shore, type of thing. So. Hopefully that's it and that's all. Bye.